Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. I low-key wish I hadn't cut the fro. But it was just, I knew that was going to be maintenance as fuck. Bro, you would look dope with a fucking, like, baby high top. I know, but it's... Because your hair thick. It's, like, sometimes I'm scared of the swaggy cut now. I don't know why. <laughs> why? I don't just know. want the classic. Yeah. I mean, keep it simple is always, you know what I'm saying? That's always a golden rule. Like, I got a fade last time, but it wasn't too crazy. It was like a nice um, 30 (laughs) with a fade. (laughs) It wasn't the, nah, I'm a 22-year-old kid. Yeah, I really don't know what I'm going to do with my hair next. My real hair, that is, like, if I'm going to just cut it back into, like, a Halle Berry kind of cut or... Now that I know how to do my hair, I... The other thing I thought about, I might have should have started the dreads. Because that shit might have been dope. Because that's how we're knit, guys. It's twisted. I'm like, man. I can't see you with dreads. I don't think I can see you with dreads. I always wanted to do it. But so did I. I really thought I was about to commit to it. I didn't. It's just. I can't commit to the natural life fully. And I don't want. Listen, I don't want none of the naturalistas <laughs> to come for me. <laughs> I really do love natural hair. I love my na- my natural texture. Texture, like I have very thick hair, but I do have like very like springy coils, and I really enjoyed having natural hair. But when it came to wanting the versatility out of it, like wanting a silk press, or it's just so much work, like. <laughs> My mom finally uh, told me my hair pattern. That shit was dope. What? She says C3. Okay. See, I'm 4A. So, um, but yeah, I just, you know, it's just more manageable for me because I typically do my own hair. It's more manageable for me as um, a non-professional hairstylist. (laughs) Um, But I've never had like damage so many so many black women have like hair relaxer horror stories yeah i don't have any of those like i've never had the skin reactions i've never had extreme breakage from a relaxer i've never had dryness like i've always been able to maintain like healthy scalp and hair when did you get your first relaxer when i was seven damn yeah it was right when my sister was born and my mom said you know we didn't have enough money to send me to the stylist every two weeks like she she used to get her both of our hair done every two weeks but she was like with a new baby we're not gonna be able to do that i need to be able to do her hair so and i had a lot of hair oh i bet 
when I was younger. It was thick and long. Like I had hair down my back when I was little. I had long, thick hair like fucking Diana (laughs) Ross fro, my nigga. And hair day, hair just my mama doing my hair (laughs) used to take all motherfucking day. I remember. All that literally we would start in the morning as soon as I got up on Saturdays and be doing hair to like three, four o'clock, maybe it, later. Why is it Saturday for because black it's people? Before church. It's the day before church. That's true. Okay. You gotta be, you know, clean for church. Cause I just remember my sister and my mom doing my sister's hair all day on Saturdays. On Saturdays. My nigga. Like all day. And don't I didn't hate it, honestly. Like, I love getting my hair done, clearly. Like, my hair, I try to keep my hair done. I loved getting my hair done. And I wasn't tender-headed either. Like, I, that's a that's a blessing, too. Like, like I didn't have any tender-headed trauma. <laughs> I'm not tender-headed at all. I don't know. My hair, I guess, is just, it's just strong. It does, it can take a lot. Right. Like, I don't know. But, so, yeah. At seven, that shit is dope. Like, cause it is a lot of horror stories out here. Yeah, I was seven. I was oh, when my hair, oh, the length of my hair after I got that relaxer, my nigga, my shit was already hanging. <laughs> I thought I was the motherfucking shit. Like, okay, you couldn't tell me nothing with that first, and it took it took two relaxers for my first one. Like, that's how thick my hair was. Two boxes is what it took. Yeah, I remember that. That shit was crazy, but um, that I've been in and out of relaxers. It's just so the reason I didn't want to have long hair this time was I was like, man, I don't feel like because I ain't just gonna go out the house looking crazy. Yeah, you have to. It's I don't know. I can't really decide if it's more maintenance, maintaining long hair or short hair. I feel like shorter hair is more maintenance because it's way more noticeable when it grows out and when your style is old and. You know what I'm saying? It needs to be yeah. refreshed. Um, it's not much you could do with it, but keep it cut. Like when it's short, what? There's no way you can style it. That's it. Long hair. I don't know. Just you just actually have to do shit with wave, it. Wave trying to get waves for real. That shit is maintenance, like a motherfucker. Oh yeah. Obviously, like I brush. Oh. You got a brush and oil and do rag and yeah. Bro, I, I'm in the phase now to where I can do it consistently. Mm-hmm. But this niggas out here being like, man, if you ain't brushing your hair for at least two hours a day, like, I am grown, sir. Who has time? To brush their hair. Nigga. Like, if I'm just chilling, I'll brush it. Mm-hmm. But it's not like. That's another thing with this weave, too. Like, you have to constantly brush it throughout the day to keep it flowy. Like, it's just too much. I don't know. I just realized we started this the blackest way. We did. Because my hair is so political and I've just been, everything is so political right now. So, yeah, it is. But, yeah, I don't know. That whole, that waving stuff is, man, if I was like a teenager, I'd be obsessive about it. I could already tell. If YouTube was really black when we were in high school i would have been all about this yeah that's why like i grew my hair out in senior year and i cut it because i was like it, i was getting my hair twisted but i was like i want dreads but i didn't know nobody that had fucking dreads yeah 
and I didn't know where to look on the internet because it was just different back then. It's it's just weird. We're way more connected as black people. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like getting all of the all of the stuff we wanted to ask niggas, but they are so secretive about, yo, what you do to, oh, I'm not gonna tell this person. <laughs> like, bro, it's gotta be unity, brother. <laughs> Yeah, I'm way more blacker than I was. At <laughs> this is some black shit. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> Speaking of which, I guess I can finally say it. What's up? I'm uh one of the contributors to Black Huntsville. Ooh, I did. I'm doing the entertainment part. Black Huntsville is a new um, Huntsville magazine. Uh-huh. That is black owned. And it's digital. And digital. So So many out here writing for motherfucking magazines <laughs> and shit. Okay. I see you feeling yourself. That's why you got these new ass chairs up in here, ain't it? Bro, that was, you out here the nigga out here trying to glow hey, up. Hey. Bro, I'm I'm doing this shit, man. Nigga out here, <laughs> nigga out here on a vibe. <laughs> In his full bad bitchness. <laughs> Just redesign this shit. I see. Hey, if they was ever gonna get a nigga to write for the magazine, it is definitely you. You are that nigga. You are a wordy, knowledgeable motherfucker. <laughs> I appreciate that, bro. I'm really um, excited to see what comes of this. Yep, it should be dope. Yeah, uh, comes out in two weeks from Tuesday, so I think the 13th or 14th. That's what's up. But black shit hashtag <laughs> for some reason <laughs> chaos has already started like on IG Uh-oh. apparently somebody made another black Huntsville pod not podcast another black Huntsville page oh. and was stealing the other ones Oh, so there's two ones one fake and one real damn that's crazy so that's why on my story I put don't buy fakes or whatever don't don't support fakes yeah cause I and I tagged both of them damn so, so the official one which is Barrett he hit me up today like in the post and like around 6 the fake one sent hi and started following me and I'm like what Uh-oh. I know <laughs> <laughs> and this is where the plot gets crazy you follow the fake one too oh no <laughs> when I looked I was like I bet a lot of people do yeah but I think it's the thing I might follow it actually who's the fake one black dot Huntsville damn but I think it might be one of those things to where cause I think I might follow him I I didn't check my Instagram just crashed the F bro I've been having uh, phone problems the last time like, like my messages my like actual service issues out in the city like i always have service issues out here <laughs> like, just but life. i was out i was on university and my messages were not sending or they would be very slow sending mine if i send pictures or anything have been super slow yeah like you have to actually download like hit download and i'm like i know i have space like yeah and then my ig my IG has been acting crazy too to where like if I'm uploading a story like it'll 
like almost phase me out. Even if I add music, I wonder if I I'm adding had too issues. much music and they're slowing it down. Or mm-hmm. because you know, if you post certain stuff, they'll uh if you post certain stuff they'll like if you do a live and you're playing music in the background, they'll cut they'll you off. It, yeah. So I wonder if that's one of their things. I haven't had those kind of issues. I have had just issues like uploading things in general. Yeah. Like things take, I I tried to, uh, it was for one of our episodes one time and I was just trying to upload the shit with a little music and a little gif. Like I always just do like our posts, some music and a gif or something. So I hit sin and went back to look at my story like an hour later and it was still uploading and I was like what the fuck and then even like three four hours later it was uploading and I was like I wonder if it's because I had a music I think they try to clear it I think that's weird though because whatever music that you have available to use should be cleared yeah well some some of those things are kind of oh no because you know I I keep a running log of my stories with music. Mm-hmm. So I've gone back and watched them and some of them would be like this song is not available right now. Not available at the moment or whatever. And then later I've looked at them again and they've been yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. I think it's just cuz there's so many different licensing companies. Yeah, that's true. Ugh. Bro. I couldn't imagine working for a company like Instagram. <laughs> First of all, they always in some shit. It's always some new shit. They have to worry about Instagram is an employer now. They have to worry about people's payouts and right. I saw that Travis contract start working for Facebook. Travis. Uh- Okay, that's what's up. I haven't seen him on the timeline in a while, actually. I saw him on Facebook, actually. Maybe he stopped Instagramming. I think he's more Facebook. A lot of people are starting to switch now. Mm, I guess we're getting old. Getting old. Oh. oh, shit. Bro, Mia's dad had to be on Facebook the other day, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that's why I'm trying to phase my Facebook into my business page. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not finna just... Just might as well start where I already have a base of people, you know, instead of trying to get people to follow a completely new. It's like, here I am. This is me. I'm operating this as a business page now. Right. You, you fuck with it. You don't fuck so with it. So I'm not adding phone. <laughs> you can follow me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. Bro. I. I don't know. I, I, w- I wouldn't start another thing either Now that I think about it Especially like on Instagram or something Because I thought about doing a, a, An account where I just cover music stuff And do videos and stuff mm. But I was like Do I need three accounts <laughs> That I actively participate in? No <laughs> And I was like What I, what can I slim down on it? And I thought about just from now on on Instagram, I'm a, I'm really only doing music to be honest, like posting songs I like. If yeah, I post, my, like I said, my Instagram is 
mostly just like a fashion blog now. Like I've gotten away from the trauma porn and posting the news and I've just I'm just really tired. <laughs> right. I'm old. So it's literally just fashion and other uh, black shit. These are hand sanitized too. Mm. Got some new shit. You take that out since I touched it. <laughs> um but yeah. Speaking of Instagram. Yours is definitely more of a radio. What's up? Yeah, mine is just straight up just music. I try to like not to make sure I don't have like just wild ass shit. If I have a wild song, I'll play like a, a little part of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, I don't know, it's pretty cool. I'm glad people fuck with it because I bet it is annoying for some people. <laughs> what do you mean? Like just always posting music. I mean, the people who come back know what the fuck you up to at this point. The funny thing is seeing when people fuck with it. Like, the people that, like, it's after work. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Juice might say some wild shit. <laughs> I don't know what I'm open. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's why that shit, when you joked to me, was funny as fuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Cause I, I literally had stopped myself with that post because I kept seeing that on Twitter. I was like, nigga, this nigga know everything. Like this, um that morning, Travis had IG'd me that picture. And I was like, bro, that's clearly fake. <laughs> and then my brother had retweeted it. And I'm like, it's fake as fuck. And I'm like, and then that last time I saw it, I was like, all right, somebody's gotta say something. It's almost how you were with that other tweet. The I've applied on so many jobs on Instagram. Oh my god! <laughs> like I'm tired. <laughs> I don't understand what, bro. Are you jealous? God, I think that's definitely it. Coops, you know I'm I'm the bro. <laughs> oh, I got uh. The other reason I rearranged some stuff was uh they came by to take my headshot. For the magazine Oh okay They so, took it here mm-hmm. That's what's up But yeah Damn nigga out here <laughs> Get Got photographers shot. Pulling up to the crib <laughs> And shit Nah bruh <laughs> Nah bruh What But yeah The fame <laughs> It's the fame for me <laughs> It's the fame for me but yeah, that shit was funny because I was just about to make a fucking thread and be like, just dissect every part of the picture, mm. and I got three notes in. I was like, let me not do this right now. It's gonna look annoying as fuck. And still, <laughs> I still look pretentious. Because when I first saw it, I was like, this is definitely not real. Like, yeah. <laughs> so this is definitely not real, but it looks good. It looks cool. It's Magic Johnson walking in supposedly before his first game. Right. And in his fur. Meanwhile, on the side it says Caesars on both sides, and yeah. you gotta think Vegas. Yeah. So these the two things don't match. Then you got Michael Jackson and Madonna in the background from so You just gonna make the notes anyway. <laughs> 
I, I can't you stop. Just, you just go go ahead, <laughs> bro. Bro, <laughs> I can't stop it, man. It's like that. This thing is a computer. I'm not like the bad thing is. Oh gosh. I, it's okay. It's okay. I just wanted to point it out because it's hilarious. It's very hilarious. <laughs> but it's like, you don't understand what it's like to be a prisoner. <laughs> when you just see wrong stuff, you're like, that's not real. That That's not real. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> I have never experienced that feeling. You know what I'm it's saying? Like, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. I, I kind of got to say something. <laughs> and then I say it. And it's like what? Nah, but I mean, <laughs> it's not a it's not a bad thing. It's just funny because I really don't mean to. <laughs> yeah, I know you're not trying to be that person, right? I just hope that I think the people that follow me still understand that. Yeah, I did lose a lot of people for a while. <laughs> I'm back at five hundred now, <laughs> but bro, I just can't shut my brain off. I do not be I don't know who follows me at this point what man yeah I have 571 followers it's the fame for me I ain't nobody bro that's nothing I know. In, in twitter world I be seeing like how many followers people I'm like golly thousands what? that seems like a lot of work tens of thousands yeah and they be posting just normal shit basic shit like damn it's man twitter's just weird <laughs> man that uh they started the fucking diaspora wars again for that Adele shit. Oh yeah. Listen. That was very jarring. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite white people is out here bugging. It's kind of hilarious, but like Adele, who who told you? <laughs> who taught you? <laughs> who did this for you? Cause what? I don't know bro I don't and I really you know what I'm saying like it's hard because Adele you know we love Adele black people love Adele we love Adele but we don't want you to think <laughs> Adele for sure be at the cookout but, but certain I just, stuff at okay. the cookout you can't wear I just want to love her I don't I don't even want to say anything bad like, that's, but that's the other thing it's like okay we all mess up we all like, fall listen, short listen listen Linda listen listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> like come over here real quick so you can't really be doing this you know what I'm saying like I know you down my nigga like I know I know that you here with us yes you are there but but baby girl, girl let's keep your hair you know so a cute a nice little bun you know what I'm saying a cute little a top knot um a, you know what I'm saying a pin curl you know what I'm yes, saying a, a nice elegant classic a white flowy lock you know you, or you can even do like the classic white girl like beach wave like effortless you know what's crazy Why? I don't think white people understand how much black Did people low key fuck with like white white shit like white that people owning their shit you be like 
I fucks with it. Like with they looks and stuff, you be like, okay, yeah, this nigga's swaggy. I can respect that. Mm-hmm. But when they start wearing our stuff, that's when it's just like, I mean, it's like, uh, it's like, ah, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're not a racist and you're not a terrible person, <laughs> but. A little bit of a cringe. Those two things. <laughs> you got to reassure them. Like, look, I don't think you're like all of these racist motherfuckers, <laughs> but <laughs> I know you niggas. <laughs> these other black people don't fucking know you. <laughs> and to respect my blackness, <laughs> you can't do certain shit. <laughs> yeah. I just really want to know who let it happen. I don't. She got to be dating a Jamaican man. Something. It's got to be a Jamaican man. And then Caribbean people, especially European Caribbean people and European black people mm-hmm. and continental Africans, just start getting mad at black people for saying, yeah. yeah, or making the jokes. The jokes were hilarious. And then they were like, well, why do black, why do black Americans think that they're uh, the only black people? It's like pick a side, like, right? I'm just not participating <laughs> in these arguments anymore. Pick a side, like that's one of those things. Either you want to be with us or you don't, right? And it's just real weird that all of this stuff is popping off after. Man, we got to talk about bad stuff too. Yeah, that's gonna suck. But now let's keep the good vibes going while we can. <laughs> It always happens like this though, because all it takes is for for one nigga to post some shit that um is clearly like the opposite of something that he's previously said, and then it's oh nigga this you, and then it's oh y'all want to wait until right motherfuckers blah 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 to act like you cared, and it's like all right here we are in another war right. <laughs> it's been 80 years <laughs> like bro just don't do it bro like don't I don't know I don't know how to explain that it's just you're participating in bullshit mm. that's not helping anybody at this point that is that is it and you're just keeping people in their trauma mm-hmm. I ain't trying to mess up other black people's trauma Really not trying to mess up anybody's trauma to be all the way honest. I'm not one of those people. But yeah, man. I can't participate in these arguments anymore. Especially on Twitter. It's tired. Like I was, uh, It's only so many times you can preach the same you know, argument points before you're like, you know what? <laughs> I have schooled enough people on this app. I'm going to let somebody else do it. I'm going to let y'all have it. Right. I'm going to let y'all cook. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't, I just don't, I don't have it in me anymore. <laughs> I'm like literally getting old before you, you guys' eyes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am washed. I'm just, you know, I'm tired of it all. I'm tired of everything. <laughs> Bro, I am washed, man. It's like, I don't care anymore about any of this stuff. But the things that get on my nerves are the ones that I'm like, 
Now I'm gonna have to just say this. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a clearly fake picture just drives me over the edge. Or incorrect. What be getting me messed up is I I follow uh, history debunk. Mm. <sighs> they just be they be getting it wrong. Not like yeah sometimes. I corrected one of these pages the other day and they took the post down. <laughs> I mean, that's what you do. Change is only uh, apologies are accepted by change behavior. <laughs> right. <laughs> they apologize and everything. Yeah, I mean, and you should like, that's how, that's how you get better. Let's like, but be teachable. <laughs> yes. Yes. Be teachable. Everybody think that they know every goddamn thing and everybody would argue like everything that they say is right and no, no, there's no other way possible that could work for anybody else. And be teachable, bro. That's what That's adult why you is niggas about. Stay arguing because yeah. y'all don't want to be taught. Y'all cannot accept being taught something different. How do you think you're so, you're gonna evolve and grow as a person <laughs> if you keep right in one place all the time? Open your mind, free your mind, and your ass will follow. <laughs> <laughs> Let go of that shit that you holding on to. It ain't worth it, bro. Let go. <laughs> life is rough that's why i'm trying to avoid any discussions about any of the crazy stuff going on i don't know what's been up life been life and let's talk about (laughs) (laughs) this motherfucking job hunting process (laughs) which i'm not like i said i'm not really stressing about having a job right now i would just like to secure one while i still have money so that i can hold on to that money because now that i have nothing coming in you know i really gotta right mellow out (laughs) if i want to say that and i really do like i don't want to lose i don't want to lose all this profit (laughs) bro i was thinking the other day how good i was able to save at one point right before i moved out and Mm -hmm. i was like bro it's like it's gone. I think you reposted like financial stability. Like <laughs> it was a rating system, whatever, of like just being an adult. And I was like, yeah, this shit is bullshit. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. Like, and what's crazy is a lot of us don't even really want to be just like filthy rich. Like, I'm, I just want to get to the point where. I can afford all of my necessities. I will be okay if there is any kind of emergency. And I can still pay for things that I want. That's all you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to have to worry about what might happen. Like, I want to be good enough to the point where it's like, okay, if this happens, I got what I need to be able to rectify the situation. Not you know what I'm saying like a transmission not gonna put me out for months and you know like bro I had just gotten to that phase and then stuff be hitting 
everything be hidden. It's like I just want to be able to afford my shit just in case everything explodes at one time. Because right. that's normally how it goes. <laughs> yeah, lately. Every, yeah, <laughs> that's how it things goes. fall apart. <laughs> like that's it. Like I don't have to be. That's another thing. I feel like people are just out here chasing things because they're taught that that's what they're supposed to be chasing and like people are getting greedy but anyway this whole job thing spitting. <laughs> this whole job thing so I've had two interviews so far which is honestly a lot for me in such a short amount of time because um, I started applying I started applying seriously like a couple weeks ago. So for me to be able to have multiple interviews already, like normally, normally it takes me forever. Me too. To get a job if I'm looking for one. Like Definitely. Months. So, but um, <laughs> I, I just had a weird experience. Okay, so there was a position for an office manager at one of these staffing offices. I'm not going to say who because I don't want to fuck nothing up. Um, And it was like $17 an hour. And I was like, okay, that's a good start. You know, getting back into things for me. It's not as much as I would like. Like I 20 and up is where I'm at right now with the experience that I have. Like I feel like I deserve that. Um, So I was like, okay not have to dip into my savings so i go in there and um i have to fill out like a a whole employee packet and application thing like just some busy work that they hand you to you know i'm saying for no reason shit that they already have in a computer right so i fill that out we have to go sit in the back this this is not like a social distancing being enforced thing at all because for one like it's a smaller office the waiting room is like (laughs) the waiting room is like off just in the cut in the dark like just some outside area that they decided to put some chairs out at so i'm back there waiting and i'm waiting with niggas that's like either waiting to be drug tested or you know trying to get their direct deposit situated or trying to look for the next assignment or whatever whatever so i'm like okay this is weird i don't think i should be back here with them if i'm waiting to be seen for a position here and not with one of these outsourcing places so after an hour and a half of waiting i speak to the manager and she's like um she's like so i'm sorry but i think that you know we've already filled the position that you're here for mind you they had called me Sunday night, which is weird. I'm like, who the fuck is open and operating on a Sunday night? Yeah. She called me and left me a message Sunday night saying, hey, like, you know, the office isn't open right now because it's a weekend, but give us a call or in the morning or come by and see us in the morning. Um, we've got your resume and we're interested in talking with you, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, cool. So... um. For them to call me on Sunday, to me, feels like urgent. Like, hey, like we really trying to get somebody in this position. Call right. us or come in and see us immediately. So I'm like, okay, it's, it's urgent. So for me to get there on Monday and her to say, oh, the position has already been filled. I'm like, either 
y'all aren't communicating or something's up something is weird mind you it's, it's an office full of white women so already like that's something that i'm factoring in my head um none of them are wearing masks either like i didn't understand that <laughs> why is it white culture now <laughs> <laughs> like and y'all are in close proximity with each other but okay so you know those are things that's running through my mind like office full of white women so after they tell me that the position is filled they ask me about some other position as like a temperature taker at a warehouse or whatever um but then she also asked me like if i knew how to use excel like if i was proficient in excel and i was like why do i need to be proficient in excel to be a temperature taker but okay so i told her yes and she was like okay well let me go see if um if that's something that you would like and i was like i mean like my application says i'm looking for clerical but okay whatever so then she's like no that position's been filled too so i'm like all right cool so i just leave they call me an hour later saying hey like we actually think you were just in here hey we actually think that we have a good position for you so i'm like okay (laughs) let me get this right y'all call me sunday to come in about a job that you had apparently already given away by early monday morning just to turn me back around just to turn me back around to come in because you think you got something for me so i go in there this morning and i'm really just not even feeling it at this point i'm like i just don't trust the company like Like, it it just seemed real shady and ghetto over here like (laughs) i don't know about it position for you and when she says that i'm thinking that it's something comparable to what i had applied for there so i'm like okay cool you know so let me know like what's up what's the requirements like what do you do and she's like so basically it's the um temperature taker position at the warehouse and i'm like okay why did y'all think but that's fine i was like okay so she was like um but it's also there's going to be some administrative work that needs to be done so you'll be doing you know temperature taking and administrative work and i'm like so i guess keeping record of who has what i'm assuming no it sounds like a two in one like right we need somebody to handle these things and i'm like okay so she's like you pay and they paid us bullshit that's the fucked up part of it i'm like asks on the application packet what salary are you expecting and i have on there what mine is why would you think why would you think that i'd be that i'd be okay with almost a half of a cut of that wow so i looked at i looked them in the face i said and she was like well well how much are you actually looking to get paid and i was like honestly jobs to afford my life i've done that for too long like if y'all gonna step to me step to me with some shit like my resume reflects that i have way greater experience don't just throw no shit at me that is you know first thing in here like no don't do that for me (laughs) i'm looking for a real ass job that's what i came here for now y'all trying to throw me into some bullshit like so that's that but i'm like but guess what the schedule is my nigga the schedule is 4 45 a.m to 1 45 p.m yeah that early off shit so i'm like (laughs) 
Y'all want a motherfucker to be at work at 4.45 in the morning, be a temperature taker and an administrative assistant for $11. (laughs) (laughs) Cause I was like, I could do the schedule if the money was good. I feel you. Eleven dollars though. Nigga, kiss my ass, <laughs> bro. Bro, I've grown so much as a person, and it's taken this terrible year to really make me the person I. I, feel I think like that's happening for a lot of people. I think also hitting thirty-two, about to be thirty-two. It just means something different to me. I don't know why. It does. It feels like it feels like we're really settling into this thirty shit. Like shit, I'm in the twos. <laughs> right. It's like, oh like, I'm pretty hectic. It happening kinda quick. <laughs> I Didn't remember know. just turning thirty and here right. we are, thirty two. Um, yeah, thirty two is definitely like <laughs> It's just I don't know why it's different though. It's more like loud and proud. It's like okay, like I'm just gonna own this thirty shit, like right. Like I'm pretty comfortable who I am. I know who I am. It's like I'm here now. I might as well just. I've I've done all the stupid mistakes in my twenties and gave myself a little extra with this thirty one. <laughs> but coming into thirty two, you know what? A bitch gonna get his shit right. <laughs> Like I'ma get this shit. They ain't gonna get me. Like, bruh, them last couple years, the last twenties be hitting like in waves. You be going through stuff that has to make you a better person. That's true. And you like, man, we're gonna get you to this promised land, but you gotta go through this wilderness. <laughs> like I'm really wondering, is anybody else out here just really going through it? Like ready for <laughs> Shit to just like even out and like mellow out in life. I think I, I think that goes with this age. Because like, everybody our age, I be seeing like that are real people on social media. <laughs> but I feel like this will make it like that's kind of a second about. struggle phase for us. Like I feel like everybody is guaranteed like one good struggle phase before they actually like settle into their grown adult shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel right. like we already had a struggle phase and now we're having to go through another one. I do think also part of like I'm looking at it as I had to build my confidence before I really got back out here because yeah. I was ready to step out here and I was not confident. <laughs> it was a false sense of confidence because I was building myself. Mm-hmm. I would have just been out here fucking everything. <laughs> And not and not meaning anything, yeah. and that's not. I don't want to be that person. I mean, that happens though. That's like one of those things. It's part of the process, I guess, which sucks. But, but I'm glad I had this year to wait it out. Yeah, because now I can be like, go into it with purpose. Like I really found out who I was, mm-hmm. and I get, I have bad days. I get sad sometimes, but I ain't depressed. And I'm just nervous because winter is coming. And we both talked about what winters do to us. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to. I don't want to psych myself up for it. I don't want to think too hard about it. But I'm I'm enjoying my headspace now. But but also 
this year has been so unpredictable and toxic-turby. Like, what if winter is our glow-up season? Like, what if, you know what I'm saying? Like, If anything could go weird, 2020 has proven. The winter might be the opposite for us this year. You never know. Fingers crossed. Like, I'm not, I don't know. I'm just not trying to think about that. I'm learning to work my way through my emotions anyway so that things don't have to be so dark at points like if you just kind of work your way through the heavier shit it's it's not like an unloading of darkness that just makes your whole vibe drain and that's what's different about me now I don't let things get me there not saying they won't get me there but I used to you kind of enjoy the pain now I think I just um I I know like I know what I need to do to get my headspace like back in the right place and I think that's why it's been easier for me to like detach myself from certain things lately and just like take more time for myself like putting my phone on do not disturb more um muting notifications um you know what i'm saying like just really taking my time to myself like real time to myself um and knowing when to just like chill out instead of trying to take on everything and also like mellow yourself out when you're because i've been in the like i don't know i'm not gonna say like funk but i've been more like emotional lately about things like more sensitive i guess to um certain things okay and i'm just trying to like take the time I need to like chill by myself and think instead of always trying to like be in the mix of doing stuff and cause it's always some shit yeah it's I've, I'm in a similar phase but I'm my mind is going a million times a minute so just when my off days are here I just chill mm-hmm I'm still like doing and thinking about stuff, but it's like I give my brain a rest long enough. I'm somebody tweeted it I think today where they were like, um part of the part of the part of being an empath is you have to do that. Mm-hmm. You have to pull yourself away. And that's what it is. Yeah. But this is also around the time that my grandma passed last year it is um and i never i never think that like that sort of thing just like bothers me like an anniversary date i never thought that that would be something that would like affect me but i think it might actually it affects me bad two days before my granddaddy's birthday which is his birthday is the 17th of august I had my first dream about him since he died. Mm. And I said goodbye to him. And he said goodbye to Andre. And it fucked me up. Like when I woke up, because I I don't ever remember my dreams like that. Mm. So when I woke up, I recorded it. 
so I could know what happened. So I was like, yeah, let me just do this shit real quick. And it, it helped, especially like when it's the the day came. I was like, okay, so I'm at peace. Stuff like that happened with Chance's birthdays and his death days to me too. Mm. So I'm always aware of those days. Like some days I'll just be having tough days and I'll be like, I look like nigga. Know what day it is? <laughs> Valentine's Day might be ruined for me for the rest of my life. Yeah. And whatever woman I meet, I'm just gonna have to be like, this is my best friend's birthday. It's a tough day for me. Yeah. So. So it happens, and I, I wasn't that type of person when I was younger. And also, me having a memory of a fucking elephant doesn't help. I remember everything. Wow. <laughs> Bad stuff, too. That's the, if it was a, the, the superpower, but that's the super weakness of it. You remember everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to learn to take your way, take yourself away from that, too. Mm-hmm. And be like, it's just, <laughs> it's your brain. Be like, yeah. okay. You're okay. What do you call yourself in your head? <laughs> like, do you call yourself Kim? Uh, yeah, I think so. I call myself Juice. I don't call myself Dennis. I don't call myself DJ. I'll hear DJ every now and then. I don't really know that I call myself, though. Fucking shit together, bro. What the fuck are you thinking? Why would you think that this is cool? I don't know, bro. Yeah, I don't really do that too often. Also, I talk to myself in the mirror. I don't know if that's weird or not either. I do that when I'm like hyping myself up to like go out or some shit. Like after I do my makeup, I'd be like, "Yes, bitch. (laughs) Yo, you looked fly as fuck the other day." It was like my nigga. What day? The day when you're like, I feel like you can smell me. Oh, when I had to, yeah, that was my the first interview I went on. I was like, I bet she does. I did, I did. I was like, <laughs> energy was high that day. <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, because I actually was able to dress up for something. That is the only good part about the virtual interview I had. I got to put on dress clothes for the yeah. first time for something not bad in a long time. Mm-hmm. I miss it. Yeah, I think I I definitely miss getting dressed. I like getting dressed for things. Like I, I don't mind having an office job. Putting on work clothes does not deter me. I, I have decided also I do want to work from home. Yeah. I want yeah. Also, I mean hell, this I, this is essentially an office. Yeah, it's just. But yeah, I've been feeling myself. That's why I've been reorganizing. Like, yeah, get myself together. Mm-hmm. That's always a sign. I know. I'm just optimistic. I'm, I'm looking at it that something good might happen. Mm-hmm. I'm in a place to find it. I found myself in the middle of all this. Got to be able to find somebody. <laughs> that was deep. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah. I have done that before, you but it's goddamn loser. It's very, it's very rare that I call myself out like Kim. Like I don't do that too often. That's just the crazy thing about like, all right, when we record this, 
it's weird to listen back to because you're listening to your subconscious. Yeah. But like my voice memos, I be like going in on myself. Mm. Like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm self bullying myself. Wow, I don't make voice memos. Hearing hearing yourself, I couldn't. No, I don't like listening to myself. I don't listen to our episodes, but once I know, (laughs) (laughs) one and done. I'll be listening to like five times. (laughs) No, no, super long ones. I don't listen to those for real. Like I gotta cut those. Like, and I'm not talking about like our hour and forty minute episodes, guys. (laughs) Two weeks ago, we recorded for five and a half hours. We've been doing that a lot more lately. Yeah, we have. They've been longer. And it's been a lot of good stuff I've had to leave off just for time. Yeah. We were wild last episode. <laughs> but when are we not? But I like the energy we had last episode. We were like, man, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. This episode's going good so far as much as I can remember it. Shit, you know, let's not let's not make it sad. How about that? Let's let's not make it sad. I know that it's going to be sad inherently. We won't make it sad. I promise I won't make it sad. But thank God we didn't record this shit like sad. Wait, what day? Saturday? I think it was Saturday. No, it was Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, because I was busy as hell. And I like I had turned my phone on, so I had it open, mm. and then I just saw nigga, <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, my yeah. homie hit me! It's gonna be some wild shit she' about to tell me." <laughs> and then we like I was in the middle of dealing with a customer, and I looked, and it popped up, and I I was like, "Yeah, I got dizzy, nigga, shook like real like, deal, like." You gotta be fucking kidding. No one knew. Like no one knew. That's crazy. It's so eerie that like we only known this dude for a while. Yeah. He's so connected to all of us. Like, it's like that celebrity death that messed me up the most outside of like Kobe's this year is Bernie Max. Cause you felt like that was like your cut, like your uncle. Mm-hmm. Was, I've never felt that connection. This felt like one of my cousins died. Yeah, it was very weird. Like how close it hit so many people. I'm not gonna say it's weird. It's it's weird, but it's not. You know right. what I'm saying? Like because of the kind of person that he was, but. I don't know why we feel so like why do I feel so connected to him? He was gonna be our Denzel. Yeah. And he and he was just a good person. Like he was a very upstanding dude. Like he meant well for everybody. He was smart as hell. He was he was never portrayed as like the fuckboy type. Like he had just gotten married and he chose his roles to make sure he didn't demean his people like on some Denzel Sydney party yeah, shit yeah so we were like that's how I was looking at it like Man, this, the homie gonna hold it down yeah. even Michael fucking Jordan <laughs> is gonna hold it down a different way this is the young Hollywood shit and I'm gonna grow old watching their movies mm-hmm. and then you look at your phone and you're like Chadwick Boseman died Black Panther nigga bro 
like all right this yeah, is cra- it's just crazy <laughs> this is all right this is the truth we never would have guessed no one ever would have no <laughs> bro when they announced that he was gonna play black panther yeah i was such a comic book nerd i was like let's fucking go because it was like all right this is like our batman basically yeah and it's play like i had just watched 42 mm-hmm. i love that movie because jackie robinson is also one of my heroes i haven't seen it yet He's so good in Nicole Bahari plays his wife. Oh, I love her. She's so good in it too. I love that movie. But like when he was playing it, it was like, man, this dude is dope. Cause, and like he had bulked up and everything. It's like, okay, so this dude take his craft serious. When did that come out? I think. Was it last year or year before? No, nah, 42 came out. Way earlier? Yeah, before Black Panther. It came out. 2012 maybe 2013 let me see yeah i never saw it i need to see it there's another movie of his that i need to see i think it's is it the 21 british shit yeah um, I, I still haven't seen that either and then i think it's one more but oh um him being um james brown yeah get on up he was so good in that i haven't seen marshall either i didn't see that i didn't see get on up not in in full yeah I've seen or marshall damn wow gotta go back now it's but it, he was so good in 42 when they announced him for black panther like to be in captain america i was like all right this could be dope and then captain america uh, civil war came out and then snoring <laughs> what is that um, it's like living with a grown man <laughs> um so he's dreaming he's weird that, bro that REM sleep oh yeah um fuck talking about Chadwick in 42 okay so Civil War came out and that's one of my favorite Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And he was so good in it as Black Panther. And it was like, okay, so he's about to get a solo film. It's like, I literally told my brother, I was like, I just got to make sure I live long enough to see Black Panther and I'll be happy. Then weren't they, weren't they going to do a Black Panther too? Oh yeah, they were writing it. So now what? I think the best way to do they're it. They're going to have to be super careful in choosing someone. I don't think they're going to redo it. I think they need to do Shuri. It's Black Panther. Yeah. Just have it a whole new, different character. Mm-hmm. Like, because you can't replace him. Yeah, you... Because who? Nobody... The only person based on, like, his acting-wise I, I could buy is Sterling Brown, and he already played uh, Killmonger's uh, dad. So you couldn't bring him in that role. Just retire the role. Bro. Oh, yeah. But that that movie. I can't believe some of you Negroes tried to convince us that we were overhyping it. Black Panther? Yeah. Shit. In hindsight, we did exactly what we needed to do. We did what needed to be done. <laughs> we were working on God's time. <laughs> like, real talk. Everything that was for us, my nigga. <laughs> right. Straight up. Like, I don't care. It ain't gotta be a perfect movie. It's our movie. 
And this nigga, like, he is the one that started using. Oh, sir. Wait, how you say it? Sir? Oh, yeah. I definitely don't know how to pronounce the, uh, it. The South African language. The clickings. So the dude, I was watching something. They were saying that he came up with that because the guy who played his dad, that was his native language. Mm. So he learned that shit in a day. That's crazy. A day? Yes. No. Language he had never spoke. No. It's like. That's crazy. This dude was going to be the one. I mean, he was the one. It's just certain actors just have that streak. Yeah, James Dean, who was only in like five or six movies, yeah. and they're all classics. What's the dude from Godfather? John Cowzell. He's in five movies, two Godfather movies, and Dog Day Afternoon, and Dot. It's it's only a couple people like this that have that quick rise, mm-hmm. and are now iconic. And this nigga played the first mainstream black superhero yeah in the golden era of superheroes in the golden era of blackness as well right <laughs> accepted blackness bro visual is a renaissance going on and we just lost one of the leaders that's why we sad he's us and it's just, I don't know, it's also, like I said, it's just crazy that, like, nobody knew, man. Nobody. That is so crazy. Like, nobody knew. Nobody. And I, I really hate seeing all this, like, this is why we must be kind, because we just never know what people are going through. Right. And it's like, I I, y'all always wait till shit like this. Right. It shouldn't be, take a day. <laughs> to want to be soft and now you need to be nice right and eventually you'll forget hell it's a pe- 180,000 people died from COVID this year and people are just like you know what I'm not gonna wear my mask this <laughs> is what a time to be alive in the worst way possible man but yeah it's it, it, it just hurt man yeah in a way that I mean outside of Kobe Cause that was the same thing, but the difference is I grew up with Kobe. I was a grown ass man when I met Chad with both. <laughs> that's also very true. And it was like that's why I hit different. Yeah, that's why he's closer to our age. Well, no, they're about the same age. Only ten years. Yeah. Damn, forty three is just so young, though. Also, for colon cancer, especially. I know. Like, dang, is that what's happening now? Because that used to be like an older person's disease. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what my grandfather died of. But that's what my grandma died of. She died of. He was 88. My grandma was only like in her 40s. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it does affect black and brown people Mm -hmm. a lot, men and women too. It's just, it's weird. It is. And then the weirder part, this is the nerd part of me. Forgive me. <laughs> he died on Jackie Robinson Day in, in Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah. And he died on the birthday of Jack Kirby, who is the guy who created Black Panther with Stanley. Wow. That's some universe. It's eerie. Yeah. It's just eerie. And then also, let me voice this. 
first off, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. I think that goes stated that we both were affected. Mm. Um, no lie. Two hours after he died, I got home. About two, three hours. Got home. Got on YouTube. Searched Chadwick Boseman. Of course, the major news people didn't have anything yet. Mm-hmm. So you had like small independent people. When I searched it, people already had sacrifice next to him. On that, like, Illuminati, he was a sacrifice for some stuff. I hate that shit. And I, the one I watched made me so mad because I was like, I was like, I don't want to watch this. Like, no, nah, I got to watch this to see how fucking stupid people are. I watched it. No lie. This dude is working at KFC. <laughs> pushing a mop into the bathroom. It was like, yeah, it was a uh, it was an Illuminati sacrifice. I told y'all it's going to be another one. Like going to this conspiracy theory, and I wanted to be like, "You Kentucky Fried Chicken eating motherfucker!" <laughs> I can't stand that. It's like, stupid shit. what authority are you on? On any sit your grown ass down. I know. Stay out of <laughs> stay out of grown folks business. <laughs> also, that bitch, uh, Sean King, was trying to sell his book. And talking about the uh, time, it's a time for leaders and all this other stuff. Be aware of anybody that, that just always got a book to sell because that nigga always selling a book, selling Shut you words <laughs> that he came up with. What authority are you? Why you always got something to say? <laughs> Why you always think that we want to hear from you? <laughs> we don't care, sir. You're old. You're tired. Let it go. <laughs> and then plus, oh. He ain't black, man. No, I don't believe it. I don't believe he's black. I never really believed it. Yeah, it's just the first people that started saying it were those white supremacists. I was like, I don't know if I could just trust their word on shit. And then I started peeping game, and I was like, mm, it seems like he's not one of us. I forgot how he even started, but it was like it was during all the Ferguson shit when he was popping. Everybody was like, look at this man. <laughs> You know, like, look at what he's doing. Follow him. He's speaking the truth. And then he started blowing up. <laughs> and then became, I guess it kind of became like a tabloid page or like a political, I don't know. Yeah, like almost like a political tabloid, scandal, tabloid yeah. shit. He was trying to be the Paris Hilton of uh, wokeness. Right. And so now here we are. <laughs> <laughs> With him selling these fake ass Bibles and all the other scams of like raising money for people and never giving the money to the families, starting newspapers that he never followed through on, and all this other terrible stuff. And then you open your uh, mythical blackness, <laughs> like. I don't like that man I don't either I'm I'm tired of seeing that In general though With people Yeah Trying to use You know what I'm saying That's That's Essentially Jesus Christ (laughs) (laughs) That's essentially What Exploitation is Yeah Like You're no different It's just like The media takeouts And all the Oh What's the name of it The nigga one (laughs) Oh, uh, the shade room. I'm throwing shade like that the rest of the day. What's that black <laughs> shit? <laughs> the shade room be posting terrible stuff. Yeah. 
and I think TMZ was posting pictures of Chadwick going into uh, when he was sick, like mm-hmm. going into the hospital, or whatever. Wow. Hey, TMZ got to be stopped too. Yeah, like we did some stuff. We just don't need to know. We just don't need to see everything. Like y'all got to quit trying to make a story out of every single thing with these people's everyday lives just because they're famous. Especially like, with these deaths, man. I don't want to see any more uh, black people dying on camera I shouldn't have saw the George Floyd one but I had to watch it and it messed me up like I just don't want to see black pain and so to see this white man exploiting (laughs) black pain (laughs) that's gotta be like he gotta be a white man (laughs) only a white man would do it this way (laughs) he's like a super liberal white man why do people still I, I never understood I guess why People always gravitated Towards like Look at this white man doing You know all of this black shit Or shit in the black community like Why they got so prey like what um, What was that white kappa Oh Sam White Sam White out yeah Or white whatever That was almost too good of a name to be a real name right i was like what but it's just like everybody was so in love with him and who he was because he was the white person at the cookout and it's just like we give that same attention to sean king yep we don't feel that way about deray because he never he always seemed genuine yeah like of all the twitter activists he's the one except for that one time but when he said that uh, Planet of the Apes had added a vest to somebody to make it look like he was a monkey, he's like, nah, bro. What? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I told my co host that we were going to go down a list of names. So I think it's the best last year of nicknames for Sean uh, King mm-hmm. so I have updated that list and I'm gonna slide you this and you gonna read some of these off but I'm gonna, let me read off the original one <laughs> <laughs> Talcum X Thurgood Partial Snow J Simpson Martin Luther Cream Kareem <laughs> Abdul-Jabbar James Pearl Jones Tupac Sugar <laughs> Blankston Hughes T'Chalka Chalka Khan Jaleel White <laughs> Jaleel White <laughs> It's still funny oh, shit. And Old Dirty Alabaster <laughs> So, uh, Kim, what is the first name on that list? Alexander Scamilton. <laughs> this shit. W E B the Broke. <laughs> Busted Douglas. <laughs> Do the next one. Fraud Hampson. <laughs> this is too much. Uh Thurgood Marshmallow. Ida Pale. <laughs> Ida B. Pales. <laughs> Hewless. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, Brokely Carmichael. Lames Baldwin. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Bet he white. <laughs> this last one is great. Uh, Thieve and Ivory. <laughs> Thieve and Ivory Waynes. <laughs> Thieve and Ivory Waynes. Uh, and the last one I have on my list, Jon Snow. <laughs> That's a good one. Bro. Oh, I miss the Game of Thrones era of life. Right. So simple. Fraud Hampton is hilarious. <laughs> Hewless really got me though. Hewless P. Newton. <laughs> oh, another one I didn't say was Crooker T. Washington. <laughs> mm, these people are. Caucus Garvey. Jesus. <laughs> I swear to God. They had Caucus Garvey slash Chalkus Garvey. <laughs> <laughs> I like Caucus Garvey. Are from the Caucasus Mountains. The people still supporting him, though, are just the black, why black. I don't. I don't know. It was at a time. I haven't looked. People really be brainwashed. Like I'm convinced. I'm convinced. It's just like to read the sheet. It's people really be believing to read the sheets yeah. nonsense. Oh yeah, I remember when um he kind of started gaining traction too. It was like he blew up. Yeah, quickly. That was all around the same time. Alexander Scamilton and it's a million scams I haven't run but just you wait just you wait and the Monica and Brandy thing was was just about to come on so I grabbed a beer and I came in here and watched it that shit was I'm just gonna go ahead and say to me, Brandy won. Clearly, I don't know what other people like. There's so many people that said Monica won. Brandy, man, don't get me wrong. They both got bangers, which is why this was a good ass idea. Oh, it was perfect. You know what I'm saying? And because of their whole, like, just the whole relationship with them, the tensions that they've had before, and. You know, kind of getting over that, but then also not like. Yeah, that- it was a lot of things that made this entertaining. But Brandy, the reason why I say I feel like Brandy took it is because Brandy's music is way more musical. Like the musicality of Brandy's hits and her vocals, like her harmonies, her instrumentals, the production. Brandy's shit is just way more musical. Like, I'm mad I never knew that she grew up in a church where you couldn't or had to be a, acoustic. Mm. That makes so much sense. Yeah, because her blend, her harmony, and her blend—he's over here, <laughs> bro. <laughs> when she when she layers her own harmonies, he wants you to touch him. Oh, come here, <laughs> come here. Are you stuck? That's what I feel like it is. <laughs> he didn't feel like he could get out. Maybe he had a claustrophobic moment. I th- he does have moments like that. 
Mm. I don't know what they did to him in his former life, but he be having moments where I'm like, did I save this nigga's life? <laughs> Quite possibly. That's why he's attached to me. Yeah. But no, um, it makes so much sense that she would grow up in a church where she yeah. had to harmonize for real, for real. She has a real ear for harmonies and a real talent to blend notes and the tone of her voice. Like, I love her speaking voice also. Too. Oh, yeah. She just has a she has a good rasp. It's, it's the perfect mix of it. It's not too much. And it's whispery, but also she be singing her ass off like it's crazy and monica can sing monica can sing but brandy just you know what it really is brandy puts the music together yes she's involved with the making of the music and the harmonies like from beginning to end people bring stuff to monica and then she adds her monica on it yeah I just feel like Monica's music just doesn't have as many layers to it's it. It's not no depth at and all. And it's it's not a bad thing. That's her style. Like that's her as a musician. But Monica's vocals and and harmonies and Monica don't even really have as many harmonies. She's more of a straight Yeah straight shooter when it comes to singing and like vocalizing things she grew up in like a black ass church i don't mean like a black church i mean like a black like it's some kojic shit yeah like you can tell like you hear a lot of clark's well not not the not the melodies of clark sisters but the the singing Mm -hmm. she does singing Mm -hmm. like that's that's that sanctified <laughs> singing. Brandy don't do it like that. Even though Brandy could just sing you under the table if she wants, but she's trying to <laughs> she's trying to do it her way in an artistic way. Yeah. And you can tell. The other thing is you either a Brandy person or you a Monica person. Yeah, because they they have very um differing personalities. Like Brandy is way more quirky, quirky, nerdy, silly. Let's just say lame, <laughs> whimsical. Like she's Brandy is that awkward black girl. Yes. Uh, Monica is definitely Monica is the cool girl. Monica's the hot girl. She's the independent one that's like dating thugs. Basically, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> was able to buy like expensive shit at a young age at 12 she kept reminding us that she was 12 she kept years old throwing her ages out there like i was 17 i was i'm like bro but that also makes it amazing that she was that young singing the way she was singing yeah that's true because she like i said but she was, was singing that, it was just the weird flex of it all or that, yeah, yeah i was on I'm 13 years old when yeah. i made that like okay how many times (laughs) the other thing i realized is my sister growing up was definitely a brandy person because i knew so much more songs from brandy Mm. than monica i know the the hits and the jams but i have a deeper connection to brandy's music yeah there were one or two of them that i didn't know like the one where brandy was like is this new i was i was wondering the same thing like (laughs) 
I ain't never heard this song. <laughs> I, I wanted to take Shazam out and be like, wait, what? But nah. Um, but yeah, people, um, you're either a Brandy or a Monica person. The other thing is, as somebody attracted to women, I've always tried to figure that I was attracted to Monica's. <laughs> mm. But I'm definitely a Brandy person. You mean personality-wise yeah. or physically? Personality-wise. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm definitely more of like, I would like to date some weirdo fucking chick mm. and we just off in the corner at a coffee shop writing lame-ass notes to each other, drinking coffee, than to be with some chick at a gas station posted up with my car. Yes, I'm that not, is exactly <laughs> I'm not that guy. I've never been that cool. I am lame as hell. I couldn't get with a Monica. Yeah, uh, no. We grew up with tons of Monicas and they were dating the super hood tall dude. Monica would have been too much for you. Yeah. <laughs> Monica would have been looking at me the exact way too that she was looking have. at Brandy. Like, oh, this. <laughs> yeah, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> Girl, I love it. <laughs> Sis, you lying. What'd she say? We're not a group. <laughs> it was a lot. And Brandy was just trying to like push them going on tour together, which would be lit, honestly. Um, yeah. A very, very smart. Very lucrative. That would be. Um, but yeah, that kept happening. Brandy, I feel like, was trying to like keep it light. But also, she was still kind of throwing Doing a little much. shade, being a little nice, nasty. Um, Monica, on the other hand, was was side eyeing and stale facing. The mix of righteousness and ratchetness that just flows through her body effortlessly is so amazing. It's like this saved ratchetness, <laughs> sanctified goo. <laughs> like it's just wow and she's not acting like anybody yeah no in fact she's not sugarcoating anything it's tons of women out here trying to act like monica that ain't monica somebody said i feel like i'm a brandy trying to be a monica (laughs) monica is just a straightforward like take no bullshit kind of woman like you can't fake that you look real fake now on the other end she gotta stop talking to see murder yeah she kept she kept mentioning like i'm ready for that one i'm ready for this feeling and you know so ready for love i'm claiming it and that's what i instantly knew i'm not attracted to monica Mm -hmm. you pushing uh you pushing a narrative for a like and and then for them to play uh down for my niggas niggas. oh my god (laughs) Hey, she lost it. That shit was funny, though. That it's so many memes that came from last night. True memes and gifts, <laughs> straight up. But I don't, man. I I refuse to be forty looking for some hood shit. And if y'all, y'all, if that's y'all dream of happiness, by all means, baby, live your dream. I just, uh, I'm cool with my brandy. <laughs> like I, I sit in the corner with my brandy, like. She's so deep in it that she was asking Brandy to join in on the shit. She's like, right. you know, we'll take, we could definitely use your help. I'm like, help doing what? Like, right. Y'all think y'all finna dig this nigga up out of his fucking cell? Like, 
Do y'all think y'all really finna like go before a judge just because of who you are and plea for this man? I think she believes it. And that's what he's who? over here. What the fuck, bro? <coughs> You're acting crazy, nigga. <laughs> um What was I saying? Gonna dig see murder up. Oh yeah, like just because who she is. What do you mean you need help? Help doing what? Like does he is he on the verge of getting out? Is that what's happening? Or y'all just really That's why think Ma- you have a case. That's why Master P was beefing with her. He was like, You got people hyping up things and got his family members thinking he about to come he about home. about to get out, yeah. This is the state of Louisiana. They know how to lock up niggas for life. They are very good at that. Quickly. <laughs> and you, like, Master P felt like, like it was just disrespectful. But also, see murderers hyping up Monica's head and all this other stuff. That's crazy, man. I don't understand how you could be 40 and still going through this shit. That sucks. You are one of the most accomplished musicians of all time. And you trying to save a nigga that's been locked up for 20 years? For years, for decades. Talking about love and shit. And plus, Monica's Maybe it's the fact that she just got out of marriage and she's like... Looking to be back in that place again, maybe and she'll she, choose anybody. Maybe she feels weird not being secured in a relationship, and she's just like, "I got to do something. Maybe I should try my old flame." Even though get a hobby, baby. <laughs> even though his ass locked up. One of my sister's friends, I think she might listen every now and then. She she was talking about in college. One of the guys she talked to eventually went to prison. And she said that uh, he was sending notes or whatever. She was like, he was saying all this stuff like he in love and all this. She said, I never believed him. <laughs> but it was women that did. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of women like that. It's this one woman that always come up to the office. She be having a, a new prison bay, a new jail bay all the time. Lord have mercy. And then they get into it and she go off their bond. <laughs> the stuff I see daily makes me be like, yo. Fuck. I don't know what what, mm. but that's not anywhere like the world I grew up. And when I was younger, I used to feel like I wasn't black because of that. Yeah. Until you realize there's just tons of other black people with different experiences. Mm-hmm. But I just don't. It's just like the Monica shit. That's why I don't like her music. I can't. I can't relate to seeing like fucked up relationships yeah. <laughs> like that. My parents, they had their problems, but it wasn't no openly just full-on toxic stuff. Mm -hmm. I can't relate to that. I'm much more like the Brandy hoping that I fall in love (laughs) shit. That's, I'm a suburban-ass nigga. (laughs) Also, the other question is, I did have this, I forgot about it. Is Brandy a suburban legend because of that? Brandy is the prototypical black uh, suburban girl. I feel like Brandy, yeah, because Brandy was a little bit, she was way more accepted into the Christian households. Yes. <laughs> Especially after doing uh, Cinderella. Yeah. Um, and Moesha. 
so yeah like we just brandy was just like in there right with the other music just without even thinking also she was like i don't know if this was her record label doing it but she was the new whitney Mm. i mean and so they were building her up to be that and then hell she went to prom with kobe I mean, Brandy is kind of that bitch. <laughs> I know, that, but that's why it was so weird. Also, by like seeing the people talk, like dog her out. People just always want to shit on the underdog. Is what that is. But Brandy shouldn't be an underdog. She though. shouldn't be, but she's not the. She's not the typical IG girl that Monica is. Monica is like by the book IG model, like fashion, makeup accessories like that's what we're presented as being a black woman not the quirky Mm -hmm. artistic girl that's lame as hell also other thing i didn't realize i'm sorry it's a a different pressure on black women i feel like i just that's true i also felt this eye-opening experience that i never thought of i always used to think of brandy as being the cool sibling and it dawned on me that they're both lame in the exact same way. They have this exact same personality. And it's kind of funny. They talk the same. They have the same corny jokes. Thought process is the same. They really might be best friends. That nigga popped up and gave her a hug real quick. You Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> was, I was like, he just wanted to be talked about. I was hoping Ray J showed up. Bro, I am a Ray J fan. Not because of music or anything. I'm a fan of chaos. Mm. And Ray J is bound to do anything when a camera is in front of him. This is true. And you just know that at the end of the day, at least he got Brandy to talk to. (laughs) (laughs) But And are they even close in age? They're not that close because Brandy is. Brandy's two years older than Ray J and Monica. I didn't know this until last night. Okay. See, I thought she was even I thought more she, older than that. Because uh, she always seemed so much more mature. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know they were two years apart. So then Brandy, is she 40 yet then? Is she older than 40? How old is Brandy? I know Brandy is three years older than Beyonce, I think. Somebody did the math yesterday and I was like, oh, this shit is this wild. I feel like Brandy was born in 81. That's when Beyonce was born. Well, no. Seven, yeah, Kobe was born in 78. So, Brandy. Yeah, that is three years. If her and Kobe were the same age. <clears throat> 79. She from Macomb, Mississippi. Which is where Akeem's from. And he's also in Norwood. Hmm. That's crazy. You know what else is weird? Snoop Dogg is their cousin. What? He's famous from Mississippi too. Damn. That's why when I was watching that No Limit shit, and he was uh, he was talking about one time he went to jail. He was stuck in jail for four hours with Ray J. And somebody was like, "Is Ray J the Black Forest Gump?" Like. <laughs> <laughs> Any black thing that happened in the last 25 years, Ray J may be somewhere around. He was on death row. Damn. 
That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. So thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Curvy Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday. <laughs>